a Baptist birthday. Growing up in the South, church was a big part of our lives. While dad worked Sunday mornings, mom would get me all dressed up and drive the 15 minutes. Even as time passed, we continued this tradition. Although one particular Sunday stands out from all the rest, my 13th birthday. Even at this age, I was still excited to go to church, albeit for different reasons than before. There was a girl that I liked who also went every Sunday. She was the most beautiful person I had ever seen and pretty sure that she was my first love. Her name was Misty. Her mother, Miss Carol, would also accompany her to church as mine did and ever since I can remember, all throughout the ceremony, I and Misty would exchange subtle glances. Miss Carol was much younger than most of the other mothers in the church, looking like an older version of her daughter. Her and my mother never really exchanged many words much more than a hey and how you doing, which bothered me because these few moments were the closest I had physically been to my love. Miss Carol always seemed to dress a little more, let's say liberal in church, often drawing judgmental glances from the elders while the men tried not to stare too long, lest they be entrapped by her simple beauty. I hadn't really noticed this until I grew older, and this Sunday in particular was an important milestone in my life. My mother and I walked in, greeted by ushers to our seats, while Happy Birthday Kwame, that's my name by the way, was repeated until we actually sat. Now that I recall, the church people took a liking to me, being especially kind whenever our paths were crossed. We sat down and I immediately began looking for Misty, noticing that she and Miss Carol were only a few pews in front. I had spoken loudly while asking my mother a question in the hopes that the object of my devotion would look back and notice me. I guess I was a little too loud because it seemed everyone in the church looked in my direction. I'm so sorry. He's just excited because it's his birthday. My mother quietly apologized before turning to me. Boy, what the hell wrong with you? Sorry, mama. I wasn't trying to be loud. But you sure was, she replied before turning back to face the front. The organs began to play while the choir gathered in the back. This is when I noticed Miss Carol, who stood up and walked past us, presumably to use the restroom. Gasps were heard throughout the entire building, averting my attention until I finally took my mind off of Misty, who I hoped would look back and look towards my mother, who was now completely focused on Miss Carol. Looking at the creator of my love, I immediately saw why everyone had begun whispering. This is not the club, I overheard another woman say as the younger ushers pretended to not notice. Miss Carol was wearing a short red skirt, red jacket, and red dress shirt underneath that opened up in the middle which seemed to expose at least 50% of her breasts. The entire suit hugged her body so tightly that I thought the first lady, the pastor's wife, who sat in the front row was about to have a heart attack or at least pass out upon the mere sight of it. I, on the other hand, had a completely different reaction, and that reaction was immediate. By the time she passed me, her daughter was the very last thing on my mind. I felt my face getting hot as I began to perspire and my hands began to tremble. I looked at my mother through my peripheral and saw as she shook her head before looking back down at the leaflet we had just been given. Then, Something happened that had never occurred before, but would again visit me thousands of times throughout my life. Initially, I thought my leg was twitching until further inspection when I came to the realization that it had not been at all my leg, but something much smaller, 
unfortunately. And it was not a twitch, but instead, let's say, a growth. Now my heart raced even quicker as what seemed hundreds of thoughts flashed by at once. What was this swelling within my pants? I began to panic as I remember two weeks prior barely escaping a patch of poison ivy near my home. I wore shorts at the time so thought maybe the poison took some time to kick in and was finally wreaking havoc on my waistline. But wouldn't it be painful, I thought? This didn't hurt in the slightest but certainly became uncomfortable as whatever was happening to me pressed hard against my zipper. Grabbing a hymnal from underneath the seat in front of us and placing it on my lap, I used it to conceal the bulge. While I nervously waited, multiple people coming in late walked by, said hey to my mother and I, and wished me a happy birthday. One lady who was always nice to me wanted to give me a hug. I'm sorry, I hurt my back playing basketball, I swear. Boy, get on up and hug Mrs. Marshall, my mom retorted. Feigning pain, I took so long to get up that they actually believed me, and I thankfully sat back down. Why you didn't tell me your back was hurt? My mom asked after Mrs. Marshall went away. It just started, I lied. I didn't have to look back to see when Miss Carol would return because everyone else looked toward the back when she did. Except, she didn't keep walking back to her seat with Misty. She stopped dead in her tracks, walked all the way around the aisle and to my mother. Oh, I just wanted to say happy birthday to this handsome young man, she said, bending over in my direction. Instantly, my swelling affliction returned with a vengeance this time to the extent that it actually hurt as I tried my hardest not to stare at what seemed at the time like the sun. Was it some sort of perfume she wore that caused this hellacious reaction? Uh, uh, thank you, Miss, uh, Miss Carol, I finally replied. You're very welcome. We gotta get you a present. Misty says she's making one and she'll have it by next Sunday, okay, honey? Thank you, Miss Carol, I repeated, heart pounding louder than ever. I'm sure she could hear it. Oh, too cute, she observed. Come on and give me a hug. Uh, his back hurt, but we'll see y'all next Sunday, my mother interrupted before even I could. Oh, okay, I'll see y'all soon, she ended, before making her way back to the pew. Apparently, her posterior had the same effect on me as the front of her body because I found myself staring as she walked away. Something told me to look to her destination, where I found Misty promptly staring back at me with a look of curiosity, to which I finally averted my own gaze back to the hymnal that I was pretending to read. It was time for the choir to sing and everyone stood up. Seeming to now be apathetic to my injury, my mother still forced me to stand and sing right along with everyone else. So I slowly stood up, still clutching my hymnal, held it in front of my belt and started singing. Three songs were sung before the pastor walked into the podium and led the congregation in prayer. This was probably the first time I really prayed hard for something, and it didn't have anything at all to do with what they was talking about. All I could think of was to ask God to please, just please forgive me for whatever sin I committed to cause this ailment, this disease that had come over me. Finally, the prayer was over and everyone took their seats again. Oh, I forgot, the pastor said, standing back up. Now it's come to my attention. That it's a young brother's birthday today. My heart dropped. Uh, brother Kwame, oh, why don't you come on up so we can wish you a happy birthday. Admittedly, this was the first and only time in my life that I sincerely prayed for death. And the death was my own. 
Speechless, I stared back at him for what seemed an eternity. If you don't get your little butt up there, I know something. My mother whispered aggressively while feigning a smile for the spectators. I wanted to run out right then and there, regardless of the consequences I have to face by the time I got home. Seconds passed and I finally stood up, setting down the hymnal and grabbing a larger Bible to replace it, holding it in place as if it were a lifeline, and walked to the front of the church, standing alongside the preacher. How old you is now today, boy? He asked. Uh, Thirteen, Pastor Ryan. Mm-hmm, that's a good age. And I see you reading your Bible, too. Uh, yes, Pastor Ryan, it's my favorite book. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, that show is good. God got a blessing for you, young man. He reached behind to retrieve a gift, a box carrying a basketball with Bible scriptures written all over it. Look like God let us know exactly what we should have got you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Pastor Ryan, I said. You're welcome, but it ain't just me. It's the church and really God that provide. Thank you, church and God, I replied again. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the congregation laughed. All right now, young man, he continued after placing the box down. Let's get a picture before we start the service. He put his arm around me as the head deacon's wife got in front of us with the camera. Go on and hand Sister Mary the Bible, he instructed. I pretended to not hear him and smile for the camera in the futile hopes that he would forget what he just told me. Go on and hand it to the sister. Ain't nobody gonna take it, he smiled, assuring me. Uh, can I, can I keep it? I looked up to him and asked. Yeah, you, you sure can keep it. We just want you to hold your pre hold up your present, young brother. You, you'll get it right back. I promise not. I handed the Bible to Sister Mary simultaneously holding a hand in front of my pants in what I deemed as the least awkward slash suspicious way. The pastor gave me the box which now took the place of the Bible when we both smiled facing the camera. Somehow, by satanic intervention or possibly due to the uncontrollable movement of my hands, the box fell just as the picture was snapped. Even though I bent down immediately to pick it up, there was no hiding what was now in plain sight. I noticed a number of people now looking toward what I had been so quick to keep secret. Some were giggling while others whispered to churchgoers nearby. I finally dared to glance at my mother who looked down as her forehead wrinkled with a look of embarrassment I had never seen before. I can't even say how Misty and Miss Carol responded because A, out of embarrassment for Misty witnessing and B, not desiring to worsen my circumstances by looking at the figure of her mother, I decided it best to avoid that direction entirely. Sister Mary's facial expression changed immediately as her eyes grew wide while looking down at the photo she had just taken. Oh, that's all right, Pastor Ryan said, picking up the box, seemingly oblivious to what I was trying to hide. We'll take another one. Make sure you're holding on tight this time, he smiled and the congregation chuckled. Oh, I think that's a good idea, Pastor, Sister Mary chimed in. I like to add that even though I was born black, at that moment I surely must have been at least some tint or shade of red. So we finally took the picture and on my way back I didn't stop at the pew. I didn't stop to look at all the people whispering and chuckling as I walked past. I swiftly walked straight out the back door of the church avoiding all eye contact into the car, too embarrassed to re-enter. To my surprise, a few moments later, my mama along with her purse also arrived. Without saying a word, she unlocked the door and we drove back home. 
Strangely, she didn't look upset at all as the crease of an amused smile would occasionally betray her demeanor. Finally getting home, my dad had just gotten off and was eating the breakfast my mom had prepared before at the table while watching football. I didn't know if I was in trouble or what. What happened? Church closed early? He asked. Um, no, my mother responded. Come here, baby, she said, grabbing his shoulder. They walked toward the bedroom and I overheard her say, You need to talk to Kwame after his party today, before closing the door behind them. Either way, the swelling had completely gone down and I was thankful. Later that day, my father would teach me what a lot of teens in my school already knew.